welcome to the 78th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer Podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. My name is Samantha Blackman, and I am an associate professor here at Purdue University in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, dream about, think about, read about, amongst other things, video games, video games, video games. Um, and I'm joined tonight, as in every podcast night, by my wonderful co-hosts, uh, Alex Lane, Charlotte Tide. I'm sorry, I'm like, I got so many people in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer and Sarah. Um, and Wendy. Oh, Wendy's not here. Wendy's not here. Take it back. Oh, and uh, so before we get start, before we jump into the podcast itself, how about we take a few minutes to introduce ourselves, ladies? Yeah. Sounds good. What yeah. order do you want to go in? How about you go first? Okay, then. Okay. <laughs> I'm Jennifer Justice. I'm a PhD student in rhetoric and comp at uh, Purdue University. Wow, way to go and forget the institution I'm at. Um, it's going to be that I, kind of podcast. <laughs> it's, that, it's that kind of week. Um, I love anything to do with video games, digital rhetorics, pedagogy, um, and yeah, that's me. Yay! Okay. <laughs> we need some kind of designated order every single podcast. I know, right? Yeah, but it's we get new fun, people. like fumbling through. <laughs> and I always think that we're going to go in the order we appear, but not realize but everybody has a different order. order. Different. Yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. What we need is we need like a sound effect. Mm. So you hit the sound, and then you know, oh look, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> or whoever inter introduces themselves could. Inter could Move to the next person. Oh, there you go. All right, so I'll go next, and then we'll see how it goes, how this works. Okay. <laughs> so I'm Alex Lane, Doctor PhD. Alex Lane, uh, just graduated from Purdue with a PhD in rhetoric and composition. Going to Metro State, at Techcom, and uh, digital rhetorics and video game stuff and gender policies in the video game industry, which is kind of my area of expertise. And I uh, broke my foot a couple days ago, so. I mean, That's because you are coaching. such a graceful bunny. I am, first of all, so, so graceful. And, uh, <laughs> not doing my video tonight like I normally do because um, I'm not looking too good today. It's not, I'm not on my game. I'll put it that way. So I'm, safe, I'm sparing everybody. We um, still love you. I know. Yay. I'm making a heart symbol. You can't see it. Uh, but uh, next up is Charlotte. Charlotte? Hi. I'm Charlotte Hyde. I'm a PhD candidate at Purdue University. I study professional uh, communication, technical communication. I'm a Lego scholar <laughs> <laughs> who unfortunately has been reading way too much about the Nazis. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have to Do have some fun those go tonight. together? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> the Nazis are for my dissertation. I was like, do I have to stop liking Legos because they came from Nazis or something? No, no. Legos, <laughs> Legos are my happy place. So... <laughs> We all need a happy place. Yeah. So how would, how about Sarah? Um, I'm Sarah Nixon. I am no longer an undergraduate student. I am a graduate slash alumni, I guess, right? Um, yeah. From Purdue University. Um, and I'm looking for a job, so. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Oh, and then I guess Sam is the last. No, I already went. Oh, that's right. Well, then. 
we're done. Are we done? Okay. And we get to jump into our next part, uh, where we talk about what we play, what we read, and what we drink it. Um, and we'll start with what we're reading. Um, and we'll go in the, how about this, we'll go in the order of the show notes. So we'll start with Sarah. Oh, what am I reading? No, what you're playing, honey. Oh, playing. Well, I'm really, I'm really off tonight, too. Sorry, I apologize. She said reading. That's not your fault. <laughs> I said playing, reading, drinking. You said we'll start you with said reading. reading. You said reading. Did I really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me start with the most boring one. <laughs> Technically. <Sorry>. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm mostly playing Bravely Default. I just looked at my clocked hours. Um, I'm only on chapter four, and I am like 58 hours in. But I feel like most of that is grinding. So I don't There's know. There's a lot of grinding in that game. Yes, there, there definitely is. So um, playing a lot of that, and I'm trying to like juggle that with Child of Light. But I've been paying more attention to Bravely Default, I have to say. And then also so occasionally I will like go back to Sims 3 and then like play a little bit, but only until like finish character creation. And then I just try and do the house, and then I just get, I just get done, and then it's like the whole process over and over again. So I never actually get very far with my Sims. Oh. Alas, they don't get to live their Sim lives. Mm. <laughs> I still need to figure out our the answer to our question about Sims three and marriage. I still think that they can though, but I don't know. It's been a while. I started playing Sims 3 again after we, t we all talked last time about this. Right. And I've been playing it like crazy, and I totally forgot that's why I was playing it. <laughs> I've logged like 20 hours in the last, like, well, not 20, but maybe 10 hours in the last couple weeks, and I totally forgot about that. So. See? Now I'll try to remember. Shame on ya. Yeah, I remembered, but my Sims weren't cooperating. Oh. Well, that happens sometimes. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> Charlotte, what are you playing? <laughs> Well, you know, I played I played Chronology for my uh, Power Hour, but I have to admit that's all I've played because I've been heavy into the Legos this week and last week. Mm -hmm. So I've been playing with Legos. <laughs> well, I say playing. I've been messing around with my brick pie. I'm, I'm trying to create a um, totally useless robot that reads my Kindle to me. So <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> That reads your Kindle to you. Yeah, totally useless. Because the Kindle will actually read itself to me. But um, right, I was trying to figure that one out. Because <laughs> because I'm learning it, I'm learning the to program it and all that. So it's that's a project so cool. I'm emulating online. So. Nice. That's, most, that's mostly what I've been doing. I, I did start watching Twin Peaks, which makes me really want to go back and start Deadly Premonition again. So uh, I might do that. Is that the uh, the Jensen uh, adventure game? I don't know, but it's, it's it's one of those games that is not based off Twin Peaks, except it totally is based off Twin Peaks. So, I don't know. I can't get up right now because I'm tied to my computer with this headphone. But I'm going to look it up. I played it for a while. It was really fun. I, I, I probably stopped playing because the semester started or something. But okay. I think I'm going to play it next. And so that leads us to. Charlotte or no? No, that was Charlotte. So it's me. Yeah, you. 
Um, I was looking up Deadly Premonition. Um, let's see. Well, I've been playing Child of Light. Um, yeah, more dead kids. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I and I um, several nights in a row I I Twitch streamed it and I'll and I'll play more I'm sure. Um, you know the game like I said is it's got dead kids which is problematic for me. <laughs> so, but they don't talk about the kids being dead constantly, which makes it a little bit better. There's only one dead kid. Well, okay, the child being dead, <laughs> which makes it a little bit better. Um, but that being said, there are other things that just kind of grate at my nerves, like the fact that all of the text in the game rhymes. And they're not easy, free-flowing <laughs> rhymes. They are forced, horrible rhymes. She's going to bring this up, like, every single time. I, I do, because it, it, it just, like, grates on my nerves. It's like somebody, and one, I'm just waiting for somebody to say something that, you know, a sentence that ends in orange just to see what the hell they're going to do with the next sentence. Poor <laughs> um, hinge. Like a, like, a door, like a door hinge that's poor. Door hinge. Poor hinge. Orange. Door hinge. There you go. Something. Something crazy. It is, it's just, it's horrible. Um, and you know the game when I first started was kind of your your typical um, you know platformer game where you had the puzzle based platformer where you figure things out and um, but you know correct me if I'm mistaken Sarah because you're playing it too mm -hmm. the battles just get repetitive after a while it's like I play because I want to see the story and see how it unfolds. But every time I like I hit a monster or I hit a monster, I'm like, really? Do I have to fight again? Because you fight the same way every time. It's like, you know, bring up some combination of, you know, magic and melee and then use your little onion guy. I know he's a firefly. Use your little floaty glowing onion to slow the, to slow the enemies down. And rinse and repeat. Um, and it just gets a little bit tiresome after a while, to say the very least. Yeah. I don't know if I would say necessarily repetitive, but maybe, like, I almost feel with having the onion... Um, and they always have the ways to like recharge him up and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I like I never have a problem having enough energy or having enough like power to slow them down or anything. Because mm -hmm. um, there's they always there's like so many of the flowers. I almost think it's too too generous. <laughs> because Not I never only that. Not only that, but the the flowers recharge like during the battle. So you can use your flowers once, and then like halfway through the battle, your flowers are gl glowing again, and you can use them again. So it's not like you even have to strategize on when you're gonna like refill your power and how you're gonna use your power, because you're pretty much guaranteed that it's gonna pop up again. Right. And I've never really had to use any of the potions or anything. I think I did once, but that was in battle. And it's like I. Other than that, I really have not. <laughs> I collect all the potions and like don't really use them because it's not really necessary if you get all the little flowery things. Yeah, you mean the firefly potions? 
Yeah, the like, and well, that and also like the health and magic and stuff, because that just charges back up too with the flowers. With the flowers, yeah. 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 But you know what I did notice when you play that game co-op, when the firefly uses the flowers, mm. it does not recharge Aurora's uh, health or magic. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So it's every man for himself when you're playing co-op. <laughs> woman for herself when you're playing co-op. Interesting. So I was like, that's pretty crappy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't get Dan to play co-op with me because he doesn't like to play, like, the, like, support characters that only get to do things, like, occasionally. <laughs> I was like, welcome to my world playing uh, Sonic and Tails with my brother. My brother would never let me play Sonic. I'd also always have to be Tails. Well, tell him that you guys have to switch off, that you can, that he can play the support character sometimes and you'll play the support character sometimes. yeah. Yeah, don't like, do what your brother did. That's not nice. I know it wasn't nice at all. <laughs> and then, and then he like tried to make me believe that Tails could do like more things that he could than um, he could actually do. I was like, oh, that was just to keep like, me quiet. I was playing him wrong. Yeah, that was just to keep you quiet. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, Child of Light, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. I've been playing a little bit of uh, Monster Hunter on my Vita, just because. Um, I can't. Uh, hard. It is hard. Between um, the two of us, we spent all of graduation trying to beat this one boss, and we couldn't do it. Oh no, that wasn't Monster Hunter. Oh, what is that? That was. Uh, that was one of the. That was one of the DS. That was one of the. Um, the DS mini games. Um, you know the ones that, that the Street Pass mini games, um, the one with the haunted house. Because I'm at like level 15 or 16 or something, and there's a boss to get to the next level, and that boss is hard as shit to beat, man. Ooh, hard. Did you did you buy the extra? <laughs> yeah, I bought. Um, I have well the one that everybody has with the puzzle pieces, but then I also have the haunted house one. Um. And everybody has the um, uh, the one, the tower one. Yeah, the quest one. Yeah, the quest one. And then I also because, <clears throat> excuse me, Emily talked me into it. I have the flower breeding one. Don't ask I, me why. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I want something with haunted houses in it. Well, the and the in your street, the street pass games that are on your DS. Do you have a DS? You have a DS. Yes. Yeah, you just got one, right? <laughs> Right. The street pass games. Um, see, now you have to you have to come come to campus and bring your DS. Um, yeah, you street pass people. You oh. street pass people, yeah. And then yep. you get to play you get to play with their characters in these mini games, um, and you can buy different ones. There's like a, a star battle one, which I don't have. There's a bunch of different ones. There's um there's another kind of castle defense one, I think, kind of. Um, yeah, and then. Um, there's the uh, haunted house one, which is the one that, like I said, I've been playing because I'm at like level 16. But there's a boss that I have to beat in order to get to the next level, and I've gone back and filled up all the floors with puzzle pieces and gotten basically every kind of weapon and or uh, upgrade that I think I can get. And 
I have got we have even Alex was playing with me at graduation. And <laughs> but we we could both separately get him down to maybe one or two percent life left, right? Or health coins left. And then he would just come out of nowhere with like this super swing and just like kill the shit out of us. Uh, <laughs> that's like that's like the find me get like I, I was trying to get achievements and in a find me one the achievement is to beat it with um, thirty people or less. Mm-hmm. And that took me so many times. Like I had to have all my people, basically all of them be at the maximum level and it was hard. Like it was surprisingly difficult. Yeah. So yeah. apparently the me games are not as like innocent as they seem. They want it to be worth your five bucks. <laughs> yes. Well, I guess that's good though. I don't know. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, I know. I, guess I mean, there's definite grinding there. But we um we played that like all of graduation. Um. I was grinding on Bravely Default. So. Nice. Um, which I'm also still playing, Bravely Default. Um, and I was I was just kind of determined that this week I was going to um, go ahead and at least finish the fourth crystal, um, which is where I was. But I have not um, because I'm also on top of everything else. I'm I'm teaching a summer class and getting ready for computers and writing um, and all this other fun stuff. Um, so I'm still just kind of playing little bits here and there, unfortunately. But tonight there's transistor in my future. Really, really <laughs> there. Oh, have you have you not gotten a? I haven't gotten a play yet. yet. Well, okay. So here's the deal: is that <laughs> yesterday? Well, one, it didn't go live on PSN until like five or six o'clock last night. Yeah, I right. saw your like struggle downloading it. And then I went to download it, and I swear, I was like, I don't know if it's that everybody in the world is, like, downloading this game at the same time, um, and that that's why it's running super slow, but I don't know if it's that. I kind of think that what it is is that um, I have this new modem slash router from Comcast, Uh. um, and I'm using their built-in wireless router and not my own. Me too. Uh, I hate Comcast. Um, oh, I know. And it's like, even if I'm in my bedroom, my DS won't connect to the internet. I can't play online stuff. Um, oh, no. Me yeah. too. I, I have to so, be in the living room with the router. So, you know, but what I'm going to do is I have my own wireless router because you can just turn off their wireless router. I'm going to, when we're done here tonight, because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm plugged in hardwire tonight so it doesn't make a big difference. Uh, but when we're done here tonight, I'm going to um, plug my wireless router back in so that I can get, you know. Oh, I didn't know you could do that. I thought you had to, like, call them and make a bridge out of it. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm going to do that tomorrow then because it's driving me crazy. Yeah, it, it was driving me nuts. And I kind of feel, I was like, that's what it must be because, um, yeah, because also last night my, my phone kept disconnected from the Internet. It was like, oh, your connection's too slow, so we just shut it off for you. And I was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I and guess I thought, that's what I wanted you to do. <laughs> that's exact, that made perfect sense. And while you were while you were talking about um, slow downloading on Facebook, there I saw another a friend of mine on Facebook who had been, like, playing for, like, three hours while you were, like, still stuck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, I think it was I didn't I couldn't figure it out, but I figured now that it's probably the uh the wireless router. 
So I'm going to fix that because that's driving me nuts. Right. Um, but it's finally downloaded. And I also noticed as I was kind of looking through everything and waiting for the damn game to download that you can actually play it remote play through huh. your Vita. Nice. So I can theoretically lay in my bed and play Transistor on my Vita. Well, I don't have a PS4, so. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just play it on the Vita. That would be nice. Yeah, that would be. Um, I think it's coming to the Vita July 1. Oh, I'll be in another country on July 1. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. You probably won't be. Well, you know what you can do? Here's what the, Listen, this is what solve your problem right now. Mm. You set up a VPN to the U.S. You <laughs> download Transistor to your PC, plug your Vita into your PC, and transfer the files from your PC to your Vita. Mm. Or you can just enjoy Scotland. Yeah, that might be the better way to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, get your money. Get your money. What's wrong with you? Like, how can I continue to play my game while visiting another country for a short period of time? First, uh, first world gamer problems. You bring your you bring your game for the plane ride over. Yeah, true. And travel time. But then <laughs> and nighttime. But uh, I'll be okay, but in yeah. Scotland when it, it when it releases. So. See, so that's what you do, and then, then you can play Transistor all the way back. There you go. That's true. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do that though. <laughs> Is it my turn here? Yeah, I think so. On the job. Okay, so this was kind of a weird week because I had like the busiest four five days of my life, like with graduation and having in-laws in town and my parents in town, and then I had two disc golf tournaments this weekend. Um, then you broke your foot. And then Monday morning we went to go play another course because I had a friend visiting from Canada, and so. We went to go play his favorite course on his way up to Canada with a couple people. And then Canada. So then my craziest week ever was followed by the last two days, which has been serious downtime. But uh, anyway, so I played lots of throwback stuff. So me and my mom went online and we played a bunch of Civ Five Gods and Kings. We've got a wicked game going right now. It's going to be her and I world domination and then I have to take each other down. So that's going to be good. Uh... Zoo Tycoon, I've been playing quite a bit of today. Beat a couple. I think I only have like three of the hard levels left in the night beat the campaign. I'm bored with it. Like, I'm totally over it. But on the other hand, I, I want to see what happens when you actually beat the campaign. If anything cool happens. Probably nothing happens. Uh, probably nothing. But I, I need to believe in something. Okay. I don't think I've ever beaten all of the Zoo Tycoon campaigns. There are so many. Uh, uh, there are quite a few, but I think I only I only have like three or four left, so I'm very excited. I'll let you know what happens next week. Okay. <laughs> um, I've been playing, of course, a ton of Hearthstone and played a bunch of Sims 3, which you guys reminded me of. Supposed to be looking for the gay marriage thing, and I forgot. Uh, <laughs> and I played The Bridge, which is my indie game of the week, so I'll talk about that in a little bit. Cool. So I guess that leads to me. Um, yeah. I've been playing Sam's favorite game, uh, <laughs> lots and lots of Minecraft. Um, it is probably a good thing that I can't see how many hours I've clocked in that. Um, I was playing Final Fantasy VII a lot until I attempted a speedrun and realized that, one, speedruns are hard, and two, I really needed a break. Um <laughs> 
I've been kind of kind of dabbling with Red Dead. I've watched people play it, and I know the characters well from doing fandom roleplay, but I've never actually played through. Um, I'm not really liking the controls very much on the PS, but I'm I'm gonna try and stick with it anyway. Um, but otherwise, I've kind of been mostly sticking to things that I can do pretty quickly or like with small small little bits at a time, because. Um, I'm actually taking Sam's games class and also trying to uh, do some stuff with uh, uh, Owl, Purdue Owl. So it's been it's been kind of a busy week for all that it was the end of the semester. Um, but I've been doing some Sims 3, uh, trying to figure out the gay marriage thing. Um, I've been playing Plague, uh, Plague Incorporated, which uh, the Tea Party has destroyed the world. No one was surprised. Um, <laughs> And then I finished the first season, the first episode of the first season of The Walking Dead game, um, which I know I'm like crazy far behind on, but I only started it last semester, so I have an excuse. Um, yeah, you know, here's that's funny though because like I think I've said this before is that I'm just not into season two because I know you're on season one of The Walking mm-hmm. Dead, like I was season one. The season one just kind of grabbed onto you and yeah, it's really kinda, good. Yeah, and it was it was just like a wild ride. Season two, not feeling it. I think I'm like two episodes behind in season two. I was it just it struck me because like the um, notice came out today that the um, the trailer for episode four of The Wolf Among Us is coming out tomorrow, and I'm like, yeah, episode four, Wolf Among Us, and I'm like, shit, I still got like two more episodes of The Walking Dead to play. <laughs> I haven't played it either. Because, of course, I, you know, I bought the season passes because you save money when you buy the season pass. Right. Um, but you only save money if you actually play them. Right. <laughs> I just I forget about it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's seriously, is season two grabbing you the way season one did? Or I, guess, I guess not because I only played the first one. So. Yeah. So it's not just me. No, I, the reviews aren't that great either. So. Yeah. I, well, I try to I try to ignore reviews before I read something. I mean, before I play something. Well, it's hard because you know, they just show up on my Facebook page. <laughs> I so. ignore them. I ignore them. Yeah, I guess I'm just not interested enough to ignore them. It's like whatever. <laughs> like I've been ignoring all the transistor reviews. Yeah, I haven't read any of those. I'm waiting on you. Well, you'll know after tonight. <laughs> You will know. <laughs> okay. Jen, are you done? Are you done? all done? Oh, or? I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I did just download Bastion because of you, but... Yeah. We were... We were okay, so this will lead into what you're reading. Um, is that, like I said, I'm teaching the, the games courses to a split-level undergrad-grad course. Um, and it's about games of writing. So, and you know, you always have lots of uh, undergrads who say they want to write game reviews and they want to they want to do uh, different things. So, I, this in, in my mind when I was playing in the course, we talked about four different kinds of writing in and around games. One of the first things I decided to cover was game reviews. So, we've been reading um, Critical Path. Um, how to write game reviews is basically kind of how to r- break into kind of the game review um, gig or business, um, and then talking about you know the components of of a game review, how to write game reviews, 
what are game reviews versus game critique. Um, and I think it's been a pretty interesting conversation. Jen can tell me if I'm wrong. No, I think it's been an interesting conversation. I'll be really interested to see how it develops as more people join in. The um, undergrads are, yeah, a little bit, some of them are, some of them are a little bit quiet. Well, what I was noticing today, at least, and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, too. Um, yesterday, <coughs> they were super involved, um, but we were also just getting into the, uh, like, the entry-level interest stuff. So, what are you interested? When are you playing? What kinds of things do you really love about games? Um, and as we've started getting into some of the more meat, it's really easy for the grad students to hop into theory. Yeah. Because we we've been stuck in that headspace for so long and that's it's not that it's necessarily over their heads but that's a bunch of unfamiliar terms that are going rapid fire that we're all going oh yeah I know what that is and that's made things a little bit tricky I think but it's only day two um, I think as they get more familiar with the terms that we're tossing out there yeah um, they'll be fine they're they'll get involved it's too cool of a topic not to are you doing like a um, a game creation sort of thing like in the grad class no no mm -mm. well I guess it's not a lot of time no because we're getting that it's, it's only four weeks right. <laughs> yeah, yeah if it was if it was a full semester it'd be cool to do like a week or two week project on that just off of the reading that we did yeah um, because I think that's a that's a great thing, and even if they just made a t create your own adventure type thing um, through text base, but yeah, four weeks is is not enough. A little a little tight for that. <laughs> yeah, it de a just a little. Um, yeah, so so that's why we're gonna focus on stuff like when you talk about actually doing narrative writing, how to do treatments, how to do pitches, that kind of stuff. So they'll be able to think about what their ideas are and be able to pitch them. But they won't be able to actually do any of the of the narrative writing um, to the same degree that they would be able to do if it were, you know, even an eight week course right. um, would give yeah. us more time. Um, yeah, it's a place to start. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that being said, we've been reading Critical Path. I'm also rereading one of my favorite books ever. Especially one that deals with video games, uh, is um, Ready, Player. Ready Player One. <laughs> oh, I downloaded the sample for that today. God, I love that book. Really, I need to get further in. It's so good. Yeah. So there, um, we're 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 reading that, and I and I outed I outed myself in terms of my age and disclosed the fact that the that the uh, the dead guy at the beginning of the book who starts this whole journey, um, <laughs> and then just I said this in class. Did you? Okay. Is is the is is like exactly the same age that I am? Oh yes, you did say that in class. Yeah. <laughs> when they start reading that book, they're gonna be counting, going, "Damn, she's old." Um, <laughs> so, eh, oh well. Um, so that's kind of what I've been, um, what I've been reading. Uh, but oh, in class, we all started all that to say is that she said she was. Uh, Jen was talking about downloading Bastion. Um, I gave them a quote-unquote quiz today and asked them to read. Uh, a narrative um, 
a narrative. Uh, so I showed them like a, a, a minute and a half section of Child of Light that we had seen yesterday. Because I'm also holding office hours in the in the lab where all the game systems are mm -hmm. after class. So yeah, we, we, have, we have packed office hours, yeah. Um, for two and a half hours after class every day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they play, uh, we watched a section of Child of Light and I asked them to tell me, you know, read the narrative. Uh, and it was pretty interesting because, you know, not many people got it, right? And that was kind of surprising to me. I think part of it is it, that that particular scene, um, without a larger context, uh, was a little bit tricky at first, and then I and that's where I really think uh, the grad students benefited from the theory and the practice of doing this, and we saw what a lot a lot of what happens in 106s uh, when they first get introduced to rhetorical analysis. Um, where it's really easy to look at necessarily game me uh, like the surface mechanics or the mm -hmm. things that are straight up said, mm -hmm. um, but it takes a little bit of extra practice before they start going, oh wait, no, I do know how to read yeah. this and, yeah. and see. They started to get there. Yeah, they did, and that was kind of the reason that I pulled out the bastion um, and was like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to start playing this, right, so that they had a larger context and, and kind of just let like let folks know where I was. You know, as I said, when they started, I was like, okay, now listen to the narrator, listen to the narrator's voice. All of these things are kinds of things that we want to look at. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting, um, and not interesting in a bad way because these are these are smart kids. Because once they start talking, it's like it's it's obvious that they're smart. Um, but it's it's interesting for me because I'm used to teaching these courses to graduate students, so this is giving me the opportunity to start working with undergraduates, and and being able to say okay. I, I'm, I'm not working with folks who have, you know, three, four, five years of literary criticism under their belts. Um, and and to, to start thinking about um, how to change my pedagogy to not deal with graduate students in the humanities. So it's been really fun. I mean, they're teaching me a lot at the same time. It's one of the best things about undergrad courses, I think. I think so, too. I, lo I love teaching undergrad courses. It's my favorite. Yep, I do too, but they never let me. <laughs> so I was really happy when I got to teach this one. Yeah, I'm graduate faculty, so they make me teach grad courses. Not that I don't love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're too you're, sick, you're sick of us. We, we understand. That is not true. That is not true. I love you dearly. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. So anybody else? What you reading, folks? Alex, you're like laid up. You should be reading something. <laughs> Maybe uh, she, not. We'll come back. Be, she might be away for a minute. She, she I can hop in. I mean, <coughs> if I don't die. Oh, I'm here. I'm sorry. My computer um, froze. I'm here. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. I was like clicking as hard as I could. Uh, go ahead so I can. Uh, uh, yeah, please. Let me interrupt you. Uh, I'm reading nothing. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lovely. <laughs> Don't make me laugh in the middle of a coughing fit. That doesn't she's, help. She's uh, reading the <laughs> tycoon challenges. There you go. That's true. I'm, I'm reading plenty of stuff like that. Directions <laughs> on how to play games. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. Nothing. Nothing to speak of. Anyway, well, I, can't, 
I, I feel super academic-y this week because it's, it's been a weird, weird week for this. Um, but for class, I'm also, uh, I'm also reading The Critical Path um, for reviewing video games and then uh, Ready Player One. Um, but I have read my first bit of Foucault, which makes me super excited. Um, and I've also started working on Thomas Rickert's Ambient Rhetoric. Because we're doing a summer book club for that, so. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Nazi. and Sam, this isn't this isn't one. I, <laughs> this isn't one that I'm reading right now, but um, I sent you an email about it too. Uh, there's a young adult fiction novel that deals with video games uh, by Vivian Van de Velde, or however it's pronounced, um, called *Air Apparent*, which is all told through. Um, it's it's a first person. Uh, novel, female lead, a female main character, and deals with, um, crap, I'm, I'm blanking on the term, but where you, virtual reality games. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. You know, you, uh, you told me about that, and I've actually been thinking about it um, in terms of just bringing it out and doing it as one of the books that I read to pee every night. Yeah. Um, because it was funny, I have to tell the story, and then uh, it's games related, trust me. Right, so <laughs> she pulled out a box of um, figures, right? So like the plastic figures that you get like a bucket of at like Toys R Us or whatever. Usually they're army men or whatever. Mm -hmm. But we bought two different buckets. One was a bucket of dinosaurs and the second was a bucket of medieval characters. Um, so she pulled out the bucket. The bucket of medieval characters was supposed to be mine. Um, so she pulled out my bucket of medieval characters and she cleared off the dining room table, which is a large table. Um, I think it seats like eight or ten. And she laid out this entire quest on on the on the dining room table. The like dinosaurs versus medieval people? No, 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 no. It was just like she just used all the just medieval just characters. Just medieval. Because the medieval characters uh. had animals of their own. There were dragons and all this oh, other okay. crap. So okay. we still had, we had like antagonists. We didn't need the dinosaurs because we had dragons. Um, so she laid out this entire quest. Dragons get such a bad rap. And, and, and she DM'd it. She, she, she asked me to play with it and she played with her and she DM'd it. <laughs> as, a, as a straight up rope all by herself. Right, so she went through. I mean, and she did such a good job because she followed like regular, the regular kind of questy trope. It was like, so, you know, you know here were um, you know, things that you had to uh, beat in order to get loot or in order to get more powerful. She didn't call it leveling up. Um, or people that you met along the way that joined your party and, and, and went forward with you to fight like larger, more powerful um, characters. And then, so what we were supposed to be doing, because our um, our protagonists in this, our, our characters were uh, little tiny Lala Lucy dolls. <laughs> yeah, so they weren't exactly the medieval characters, but she used little Lala Lucy dolls, which are little rag dolls. Um, so when we get to the queen, um, who was who we had to free from kind of a magical force field that had been put around her by an evil wizard, uh, and get her magical crown so that we could restore color in all of Lucy land. Um, we get there and we um, complete our quest, right? And complete our and we free the queen. But of course, right? What happens 
every time you think you finished <laughs> in an RPG is something else comes up and you have to go off and do another quest which will actually be your final quest like your epic boss battle is what we had at that point it was that so fantastic cool. I was so terribly impressed. I wanted to cry. I was like, oh, I'm raising a proper nerd. <laughs> so, yeah, she, she DM'd the whole thing. And it was so interesting to see her just kind of take that up and run with it. And I was like, oh, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had to do that. Sorry. Charlotte Nazis. Awesome. Nazis. Nazis. Charlotte's reading Nazis. I'm almost done with the Nazis, thank God. Move on to something else. You can come do RPGs with my kid. Hmm? Uh, <laughs> not, not Nazi RPGs, though. Not Nazi RPGs, no. Uh, yeah, no. Let's avoid that combination. She She's probably better than I am. So. <laughs> That's why it's you let her that, DM. It's all that damn Nino Cooney. <laughs> <laughs> Which she's asking to restart again. Oh. oh no. <laughs> I did download the sample for Ready Player One, though, so I'm excited now to start it. Oh, it's a good book. It's a really good book. You'll enjoy it. You have to tell us how you're liking it once you read this sample and finish the book before the end of the week, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a long book, but, like, you definitely get pulled into it. I think I read it in two days or something, so you'll love yeah. it. Wow, that was fast though. I'm hoping yeah. to fly through it this weekend. Oh, it'll be that'll be easy. That will be absolutely well easy. as long as you have twelve hours a day to you know. <laughs> do it. Well, it's not that much. What is the book though? The, the, the paper pack is like three hundred and something pages. Yeah, it's like three hundred eighty, I think, was the yeah the page count. Uh, that's like five hours, man. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if you finish it in five hours. I can read. I well, I shouldn't say this. Don't but. challenge me. I don't need a speed read. <laughs> okay, don't no, don't speed read it. See, and, and no, I, I, and I'm like, you don't want to speed read it. There's so yeah, much. Yeah, I know what Alex means. It's I'm, not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's, it's not really that you're good. gonna. It's not that you're gonna um, take a long time to read it because it's a, a sluggish read or a long read. Right. But there's there's so many connections that you like. You kind of lavish in it. Um, which oh, is that part of the fun. You do, you lavish in it. That's but awesome. I'm, not, I'm not talking about speed reading. I'm talking about I love novels so much that I can sit here all day and, and like finish one and a half. Yeah, I won't even yeah. notice how fast it's going past. Yeah. Yeah, definitely take your time with that one. It's a blast. Mm. <laughs> all right. Is anyone else reading anything good? Nope. No. All right. What you drinking, folks? I got a big old glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> That's understandable, though, when you're yeah, yeah. 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 Indeed, I don't think about it. I know. <laughs> I think I'll just stick to my legal drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to hydrate. I know exactly. Yeah, and and once that uh, once those drug once those meds are out of your system. Yeah, drink. That makes the pain better. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And I don't know why people don't just drink. Like, have, have they never drank before? Why do they need all these pills? 
She's like, what is this? What is this prescription drug thing? Give me alcohol. <laughs> I like your tears of right? What's that? <laughs> you're dipping into alcoholic territory there, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it comes with the territory. Alcohol terrifies. Grad school, Grad school, Indeed. Grad school didn't make me drink more. It just made me drink more coffee. Oh God! Well, yeah. you haven't hit. You haven't hit. Halfway through yet? Yeah, it's like you've only been here a year. You'll understand since you passed three years, really. When she starts drunching on a regular. Yeah, drunching on a regular, I'll get you. All right, Charlotte, what you drinking? I'm also drinking water, but mine's spiked with wine. Wait, is it spark? Is it the sparkling water though? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. I bought a case of that San Pellegrino sparkling water with the the one with the lemon juice and the one with the orange juice, the their beverages. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder what this lemon one would taste like with Firefly. I, <laughs> <laughs> I bet it'd be good. I was drinking flavored sparkling water last night with gin and it was really good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about it. Out of it. I was thinking about it. But yep. I had to polish off this I had to polish off this bag of uh <laughs> oh, crazy Cosmo. I still need to get some of that. Drinking it from the tap, from the tap. No, I, look, from a oh, bag. And I apologize in advance. I got my red solo cup back. Oh. I did not like those clear cups. They were not as sturdy as the red solo cup. Which is well, they were just drunker, but you know. <laughs> it's traditional. Shut up. <laughs> Indeed. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait, I'm drinking something tonight. What are you drinking? I have a, uh, it's like a hard peach lemonade. Oh, yum. Ooh, oh. those are good. Yes, it is good. And a I've hard got lemonade. Hard peach lemonade. Is it a malt liquor beverage? Yes. Is it a flavored malt liquor? Oh, yes, yes. I don't know. I believe it is. I don't I know that much about alcohol. <laughs> what and are you talking got, about? Um, you have a bag of C- Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> Me? Yes, you. Got you Sam. No, 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 no. I was asking because I don't like flavored malt liquor beverages. Oh. It was not because I was looking down on her flavored malt liquor beverages. <laughs> well, it just tastes like... You're a bag like the classy people, okay? Look, I like my malt liquor plain. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you've never had Mike's. It's like the best. You've never had Mike's? Who, me? No, I've yeah. had it. I don't like it. Oh, it's the oh. best. But it just tastes like, you know, lemonade, basically. Yeah, except with a kick. Yeah. Do you not like lemonade? Of course I like lemonade. Who doesn't like lemonade? She was talking about flavored malt liquor beverages. <laughs> I just don't like flavored malt liquor beverages. Fair enough. And which you drink in a, a hard cider? Yes, I am. I've got uh, the uh, cinnamon apple uh, cider, so pretty happy with it. Nice. And like as I said, I'm drinking Caribbean Cosmos out of the red solo cup. <laughs> Important to know. All right. We we tried to replicate the. Uh, Caribbean Cosmo um, at the bar the night of Alex's graduation. (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah. It was good, though. Bag of drinks. Hmm? I said it was good. It was good. So we had coconut rum. What was it? Coconut rum, cranberry juice, and pineapple juice. Yeah. It was tasty. Yeah, it was very good. It was close to the bag of drinks. <laughs> Probably not as strong, but... Probably not. <laughs> All right. What do we have for news, Sarah? Let's see. Well, we have um, probably the biggest news is that YouTube bought Twitch um, streaming. Uh, I don't think anyone's exactly sure what they're going to do with it, but <laughs> they did. Probably not even YouTube. Right. <laughs> I I couldn't tell you, and I don't I was know. surprised by that. Yeah. I was thinking that either pl that either Sony or Microsoft would buy them, mm -hmm. since they're both streaming directly to them from the from the new consoles. Right. Um. So yeah. when YouTube came out of nowhere, unless YouTube is bucking to get bought by one of them, hmm, that'd be an interesting development. That would be interesting. You know, and then you know, then it, I mean, because if, if you think YouTube's about it, owned by Google now, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 Unless so they wouldn't Google's be able to, they're part of Google now. They can't just get. And they're by. making, and they're making right. a gazillion dollars off of off of um, Let's Play videos. Right. So they're making a gazillion dollars because they're taking, you know, off, they're taking their cut off the top from ad revenue. Mm hmm So you know, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Is that they're just looking at, you know, ways to increase the influx of game videos because that's been their cash cow. That that only makes sense to be perfectly honest, mm -hmm. right? Because with Twitch, you don't have to store it on YouTube. You can store it directly on Twitch, right? Um, so yeah, that I mean, as you start to think it through, yeah, it makes perfect sense that that it would that it would happen that way as well. It's it's more sense than Facebook and Oculus Rift. <laughs> that makes no sense to me. <laughs> Not the virtual Facebook experience. <laughs> <laughs> so you can um, pretend you're with your friends. Yeah, and I mean to talk about Oculus Rift, right? There, that that segues into another news story oh, that we yeah. were talking about. Is that um, Oculus Rift is making its way into Chuck E. Cheese restaurants? <laughs> That they're going to be using the Oculus Rift to replace the stand your kid in a plastic tube and let us shoot tickets at them so that they can. It's like a ticket blaster, is what they call it. <laughs> how many how many tokens do you think doing the Oculus Rift would be? <laughs> well, it's 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 something that they only do for kids who are having birthday parties. It's kind of an incentive to do a, a really? proper birthday party. Yeah, oh. you don't get to buy a trip into. That doesn't it. seem fair. Well, because well, it does kind of seem fair because they put all these tickets, including big big ticket number tickets, in there so that you can grab. You can literally grab enough stuff. Uh, on P's birthday, she grabbed enough stuff while she was in that, you know, that tube thing that she got like three stuffed animals, like full size stuffed animals. Oh wow! That they, yeah, that they were charging like twenty bucks a piece for if you bought them cash at the at the front at the front counter. Wow. Nice. Yeah, so they they do it as incentive to um, throw a proper birthday party. Because you can go and say, you know, my kids are having a party and not pay for the party package, but you don't get to stand in the plastic tube. Right. 
Well, see, um, and then the, the, the key there is to be friends with a family who is having the birthday party <laughs> and have your kid do it as a part of their birthday party. I think, is it just the birthday kid? No, it's only the birthday kid that gets to do it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's only the birthday, the birthday kid? kid? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I just figured it was a part of, like, the whole party no. package for no, all No, 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 no. She was the birthday kid, so she got to do it. Oh, Okay. So can you, do you have an adult birthday party? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you can. <laughs> My birthday just passed, unfortunately. That's okay. Well, it doesn't have, they don't. They don't ask you when your birthday is. They just ask you. <laughs> <It's a party. laughs> they just want the money. <laughs> right. That's funny. That would be funny. Yeah. My birthday just passed too. Maybe next year I'm going to do my birthday party at a uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it's too late, man. It'd be kind of fantastic, actually. It's only what six days past my birthday. Let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. I don't know, oh, but hey. the last the last time I went to Chuck E. Cheese, I came back with like stomach flu. So. Oh. Well, when was that? That was when I was a, a kid. Like a little kid. <laughs> well, that was when you were. You know, but but now seriously, I mean, of course. Any any kind of kids place is not going to be the cleanest thing. But you're an adult now. You got enough sense to wash your hands. <laughs> um, one <laughs> and two, because now they have that um, that antibacterial. They like once a week they come in and they hose like literally hose the entire place down in really? antibacterial spray, and it's supposed to last a full week. Um, what do they call it? Microban or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they do it at all the like kids jumpy places. So mm-hmm. you know you'll know what day they do it because you, if you go in there the day after, it smells so antiseptic. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, they hosed everything down in here last night. <laughs> Play all you want, you're not gonna get sick. Yeah. So that's always a fun one. <clears throat> but I digress. What else <laughs> do you ever do? <laughs> Um, so Microsoft finally is releasing a Kinect-less Xbox One, so I figure it's just kind of a move to make it similar or same price as the PS4 so they can Mm -hmm. be in better competition. Um, I don't, personally, I've never been, like, a fan of the Kinect, um, iToy, whatever sort of model, so... But you know what? I wasn't either at first. I wasn't either at first. You know, because I was like, why would I have, but you know, I got it because it came with, but I use it all the time. Really? I use it all the time. If I'm not actually playing a game, I never touch my Xbox remote. Hmm. I do all voice commands. I am 100% on the same page with you. I thought it was so stupid. Yeah. I would never use it. Um, and I don't use it in games, ever. But, no. uh, but I, like, and I, I watch all my movies and TV, especially, like, right now, like, the remote falls on the ground, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, propped up, like, oh, crap. And I can just, I can play and pause. It's so nice, like, because I'm always, like, running out, you know, going to the bathroom, or going to go make this food or whatever, and just be able to, like, not have to turn on the remote, because it turns off after 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Right? Not having to turn on the remote, wait, and then pause. It's just like... But I have a... And I, I know I'm still dealing with the 360 over here, but I think that my Kinect picks up voice commands from the shows I'm watching. It's... Oh. 
So no, it's not that. a sensitive. Yeah, it's not a sensitive <laughs> on the Xbox One. Oh my gosh! Because it's so it's trained. Well, one, the Xbox One is trained not only for specific voices, but it's yeah. trained to see you. Yeah. So hmm. if you if you like if you if someone is in your house and and they're like watching TV on your Xbox and they turn it on, um, then it's on. But then as soon as you walk in and sit down on the couch, it will see you and log you in, and then it's going to listen for you. That's almost kind of creepy. That is a little creepy. creepy. It's super creepy. But it works really well. It's very convenient. It's like Facebook, who, who like, will recognize people's faces. Oh, that like, creeps oh, me out. Oh, this is this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa, Facebook. Do you, do you want to tag this person? Holy crap, how do you know that? <laughs> Well, I mean that, but that that goes back to my story of remember when the um, the uh, the I, I'm assuming it was the Connect and not the um, and not the mics that Homeland Security has planted in my house. Um, mm. That my baby monitor was picking up my Connect mm-hmm. because the the actual baby monitor monitor. Um, the part of the baby monitor that has the microphone in it that picks up noises in the baby's room was mm-hmm. not even plugged in, but it was feeding through to the uh, baby monitor speaker downstairs. Because hmm. it was plugged in. And it was picking up only in the game room, so I'm assuming it was the Connect. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Which was really freaky. <laughs> and I was like, who else is listening to what I say in my game room? <laughs> yeah. So that's always fun. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so the next news is um, Steam just released their uh, in-home streaming service. So if you log on to Steam on two computers on the same network, they'll uh, connect to each other. So you can, like, remotely install and play games hmm. um, from one computer to the other, et cetera, et cetera. Which is interesting. Yeah. Well, because, okay, here's my problem with that. Because I originally thought that that was going to be a good idea mm-hmm. if your gaming computer is a desktop machine that you have in one room of your house um, and then you want to but you don't want to have that connected to your TV so you stream it to a smaller machine that's plugged into your TV mm-hmm. but your games are limited by the power of that smaller machine yeah, so you can't oh, use a crappy okay. second machine you've got to have a beefy second machine and if you've got a, a second machine that's beefy enough to run those games smoothly why do you need to stream it? Right. Hmm. That's my that is my biggest problem with it. That's all built though for for you know for folks that are going to build a steam box that is going to be a beefy tower <clears throat> period yeah. that doesn't right. have a monitor on it. Hmm. Hmm. That's not built for <laughs> that's not built from for streaming from a desktop to a laptop unless you've got a gaming laptop. Which you know, like I said, is you then in that case, like my like my gaming laptop, I just plug it into my TV and say screw it. Right. That's what I do. Mm. Yeah. Or if you don't mind having it go in lower quality, I guess. Well, I mean, it would not only be lower quality in terms of the of the of the video, 
but it's also going to lag or crash or not run at all. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's going to be like trying to run a game that the that the that the specs are too high for on a on a crappy machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been my saddest part. Hmm. I was hoping for more. Uh, maybe they'll, you know, I don't know. You know, something like Google Chrome, like where you can just plug like a little Chrome adapter into the USB port or the HDMI port on your TV and have it stream to that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That would be sweet. I would pay for that. That's pretty cool. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I want too much. <laughs> and then last, um, there are various E3 rumors that I will go through this fast. fast. Um, and I will walk. <laughs> One, Dishonored 2 might be revealed. There's apparently a screenshot of a screen <laughs> that says Dishonored 2. Isn't that usually what screenshots are? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like a... Okay, I guess it's not a screenshot. It's a picture of a screen. So it says Dishonored 2, witness the full reveal at E3 2014, hashtag darkness of tibia. So interesting. Um... <laughs> Resident Evil 7 could be shown. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> a Dino Crisis reboot might be in the cards. Uh, Sony might bring Uncharted 4 and a new Wipeout. That's not really very surprising, though. Uh, <laughs> a Mass Effect 4 slash Mass Effect trilogy for PS4. Uh, Halo 5 could be open world. Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity might have four-player co-op. God of War Ascension could get a PS4 port. Uh, is Grand Theft Auto V going next gen? A Square could bring a new Deus Ex. And that's about it for this week. So, rumors. I don't know. <laughs> E3 rumors make me excited, so I like to look at them. E3 rumors make me excited, too. I want um, Dishonored 2. Well, it looks it looks legit, this picture, so... But, you know, I mean, never know. Dishonored was fun as hell. That's how you played the whole gaming marathon, right? I was going to say, yeah, that comes from somebody who put a whole lot of time into that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And happily so. <laughs> cool. Well, should I do my indie game of the week here? Yes, ma'am. All right. My indie game of the week this week is called The Bridge. Has anybody seen it? It's been out for a few years. I have. I haven't. I have not. It's awesome. It's a 2D logic puzzle in the style of M.C. Escher. So it's all, like, hand-drawn and... and yeah, it's really, really cool. And, like, so the game is... You're, like, this guy, and you're trying to usually get to a door. And you have to manipulate... The gravity, like, you can spin the whole world, so you can just spin it in such a way that you're able to create a path to get to wherever you're trying to go. And there's, like, things that will fall down um, if you twist the world in a certain way, um, and if they fall on you, they kill you, stuff like that. But it's, like, really pretty, it's cool. Um, It was super kind of fun to play, like, in little bursts. Um, It looks kind of trippy. Yeah, it's totally trippy. (laughs) Yeah, totally trippy. (laughs) It's a good drug game. I was yeah. going to say, like, it's a bad thing. 
no, exactly. Um, but it uh, reminds me uh, a little bit of uh, Braid, but like good because you can also rewind and stuff. So like was that. Braid not oh. good because I didn't get a chance to play? I Braid was very good. Everybody loves Braid. Not me. I, did, I didn't love it. I hated it. But <laughs> see, there we go. <laughs> um, one of the cool things is this was created as a as a completion project for someone's master's thesis. Oh. It was their master's of science in, or master of science and computer programming. It was there for their master's. Nice. Thing. So I thought that was pretty, pretty neat. Cool. Yep. Um, and it's done really, really well for that. So well done, that guy, Ty Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> But that's uh that's it. Nice. How much was it? Do you remember? Uh, it was uh, I don't remember. It was like sixty percent off right now. It's one of the reasons I picked it. It was the uh, what was it? Pax or something like that. It was the of in two thousand ten. It was like the like biggest breakout game of Pax or E three or not E three, but something like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. Nice. Next. <laughs> that brings us to the issue of the week, which is not an issue necessarily, but one of the things that we wanted to talk about this week was something that we've all done at one time or another, <laughs> and some of us more than others, um, is grind, right? And we, we were thinking about grinding in games, um, and then we started, when we started, we started to think about grinding in games, we realized that there were a million different questions around grinding in games. Why grind? What do we learn from grind? Is the grind fun? And so on. Um, so we decided to, to take some time and get together, you know, as a party of very intelligent women who love video games, um, and talk about the grind. Um, and so I'm just going to jump in here and talk about the grind is that I like to think that I hate the grind. <laughs> yeah. I, I do, but then I'm a huge fan of RPGs and specifically JRPGs, which are infamous for grinding. Mm -hmm. um, and yep. I keep getting drawn into MMOs where, of course, what do you do? More grinding. <laughs> um so, and when I started playing um, Bravely Default, you know, in my mind, I was going to play through this game and just play straight through and, you know, knock this out right, as, in, as, in, as if any JRPG is going to take less than 5 million hours to complete. Um, that I was just going to go and play through this game and I wasn't going to grind unless I was just going to, you know, level up as much as I had to and go to the next, and go to the next, uh, Gym and try to and try to you know free it or whatever, what have you. I'm not giving spoilers. Um, <laughs> but what happened was, <laughs> see what happened was, um, no, what happened in this process was, I would find that I would get with the very first crystal. Well, actually, the first crystal was pretty easy. It was the second crystal. I was like, there's no way I'm going to beat this boss at the level that I'm at. Um, I was like, I need more. One, I need more, you know, I need more potions, and I need more, uh, and I need more powers, so I'm mm -hmm. going to have to go and grind. Um, and then, in the process of that, I figured out that, that's, that, that getting to the point of being able to beat that second boss 
was so much more fun than the first one because of the grind. And I was like, I actually wanted to grind, which was very surprising because I was pretty sure I didn't. It was only when it wasn't there that I realized that I missed it, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's just like, it was just like, like I remember the first time someone handed in a draft of a, of a dissertation that didn't have a, a, um, a lit review, because the lit review, for those who don't know, is always the worst chapter of anybody's dissertation to read. <laughs> it is everything that you already know being regurgitated at you um, in a chapter form, right? So, and I was like, and it was just when that, the first time someone handed that in, I was like, oh, that's nice. But there's no lit review. It was apparently absent, right? And it and it lacked because it wasn't there. I mean, and the grind is the same thing, uh, at least for me. And that's an interesting thing that I've discovered about myself just recently. And for good lord, 20 years I've been bitching about the grind, and now I realize that I really want it because the grind is fun for me. It depends on the game. You think? Well, because mm -hmm. if I don't, if I'm not totally invested in the game, then I will just walk away at that point and it becomes yeah. another in the pile of unfinished games. But if I love the game, like I think back to Dead Rising 1, mm -hmm. man, I loved it. I loved all of the, I even, the, even the grinding. I, I would sit there and strategize in my head all day long until I could get back to the to the game and try out what I was thinking and see if it would work. Um, but other games, you know, too much and I walk away. Hmm. For me, I'm. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. sorry. No, you go ahead. And <laughs> uh, <coughs> yeah, we'll play chicken with this. Um, no, uh, for me, I've noticed that <coughs> I tend to really like the grind. Um, in fact, it's sometimes I'll put I'll turn on a game just for that purpose. But I think the reason being that I'm I'm a completionist a lot of times, like where I want to get all of the side quests, and I want to get all of my characters up to 99, uh, level 99, and I want to get everything done, and and so a lot of times I give myself goals in the grind. Um, so if I'm if I'm doing an RPG and I I just have you know an hour to play, or I just need to kind of shut my brain off for a bit, I might go in and go, okay, well I'm going to do this till I'm level 20. And so it's a grind, but it's I have a goal and I have something, and I'll like start keeping track of experience totals and how much I'm making and, like, calculating how many battles it'll come, and somehow I keep my brain engaged mm -hmm. in what I'm doing, and that makes it fun. I don't think that's the same grind I'm talking about. It's probably, yeah, there, there's different kinds. Yeah. Explain what you're talking about, um, Char. I'm talking about, like, the boss battles that I can't get through and I get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, you have sometimes, and while well, th that is interesting because that's, that's yeah, that for me is a cause to grind, but not the right. grind. Yeah. Mm. Because I find myself like that was what that was the same thing that happened in me and Bravely Default is that it, I was in that boss battle and there was no way in hell I was gonna beat that boss without grinding and leveling up and getting more stuff that I needed. Yeah, and I did that. Uh, in Dead, I did that in Dead Rising. I mean, there was a point where I got to one particular boss where I realized, unfortunately. Or fortunately, because I love the game, so it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. I really had to start the whole game over and be better. Mm -hmm. well, I noticed that with um, doing the speedrun for for Final Fantasy VII. Um, while I be, while I was going through it, you know, I'm very carefully following this uh, walkthrough because I I did not feel like trying to figure this out myself <coughs> on a time a time limit. 
Um, but as I'm going through step by step, like everything is so particular and to be able to beat the bosses at such a low level um, requires such perfection and everything going exactly the right way and if it doesn't you have to restart because it is so impossible otherwise. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> I'm, <clears throat> I'm realizing how much I appreciate that element of gameplay. Um, I don't usually have that much frustration when I get to boss battles because... I do spend so much time just kind of randomly going around and being like, I can sit here for five hours. And and so then by the time I go to the boss battle, it's nowhere near as big a deal. Mm -hmm. um, kind of a, a, a similar thing. It wasn't necessarily an intentional grind, um, but my my best friend, and I've told a couple people here this, uh, my best friend got fur was furious with me when I got Skyrim mm -hmm. because I spent hours playing. I, I was I was in love with this game. It was gorgeous. I was having so much fun with it. I got to like level seventeen, and she found out that I still hadn't fought the first dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if, if you don't fight that first dragon, they don't show up anywhere else. You yeah. don't have dragon fights until then. And my whole reason for not doing that was I was scared of the boss fight, and I thought it was going to be crazy big. So I went off and did. All of these side quests, some of which are much harder than any dragon that you're going to be dealing with. But it it was just me spending time leveling and exploring this world and doing my own little mini goals until somebody reminded me I needed to go back to the main game. That this game was actually about dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess it's also a matter of like personal preference because I really enjoy not having super difficult boss battles, so... I grind a lot, and then I'm like, usually I tend to be over-leveled for the boss battle. Mm -hmm. So then the boss battle's not so difficult. Um, and then I also I also am like also the completionist. So I, God, I think I, I and I this is what I said, because I made a new PS, PSN account for my PS4. I spent like over 100 hours one summer... Um, completing uh, the Final Fantasy 13, which was like crazy, have so much grinding, like trying to get all of the materials to build all those super weapons and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, so I, I really, I do enjoy like being a completionist, so probably for Bravely Default, I'll probably get all of the classes to level 12, even though, you know, that's, or 14? I guess it's 14. 14. Because that's not, it's not necessary, like you don't have to do that to, to be able to get by, I don't think, um, but... Yeah. I just, like, have the urge to do it. Um, though Bravely Default was, like, I was having a hard time. So, like, at the beginning, like, grinding was almost a necessity because it was getting really hard. And I was having a really difficult time, like, getting through. But then my, I don't know, and it comes out in a lot in our Pokemon playing styles. My fiancé, like, he, he doesn't, he, you know, he wants the boss battle to be a challenge. So he doesn't, like, purposely go out and defeat a whole bunch of wild Pokemon just to get, like, more yeah. um, levels and everything. Uh, so, like, we're completely different on that regard. So, I guess it's also, you know... Yeah, I'm with you. I want I want all the Pokemon, so I have to go <laughs> through it to, like, get all of the ones in the area, which yeah. just levels me up like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> See, and that's interesting, because I purposely... When I, whenever I come to a boss, I will purposely go in and fight the boss a to couple times. To find out what you need. Exactly. I learn from my failure. I purposely go in. I know I'm going to get like, I know I'm going to just get my ass slaughtered. And I walk in and I just enjoy the fight. 
and I just try to figure out, I'm like, okay, so what is he vulnerable to, right? So then I know how I have to, especially in game like Bravely Default, or even some other games like Child of Light, you know, how I need to alter my weapons. Does it need to be a fire-based, earth-based, water-based, you know, lightning-based attack? Yeah. What does it need to be? Um, you know, what kinds of potions am I going to need? What kinds of things? I mean, even if I'm just throwing, like, low-level shit at them so that I'm not wasting my higher-level stuff, just to see what's going to cause the most damage so that I know which higher-level potions and stuff to stock to stock up on and you know as I'm grinding you know and and you know getting stuff through loot drops so you know what I can sell and what I can keep I actually use that as kind of it's like an interesting kind of rough draft <laughs> well yeah and that's what I mean about like strategizing outside of the game so you do that and then mm -hmm. and then it becomes this whole so I have to do all these things and that's fun if I like the game if you like yeah, it. if it's if it's worth the effort and time yeah. that, that it takes mm -hmm. to complete the strategy. This part is probably actually uh, a personal thing for me, um, and not just a preference, but like the fear of not being good at, good enough at something. Um, it's not as huge as big of a deal when I'm doing something on my own, but the behavior still uh, still exists. Um, a really easy example um, that is a, is a social thing was with rock band. Um, I've done, I did 14 years of voice lessons. I love to sing. Um, I can do expert level on rock band just fine. But when I first started, I was too nervous to actually play with songs I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do it. I did not want to risk messing it up because it was it was too important to me to get it right. So it wasn't until I had spent quite a bit of time on my own individually playing through the games and I was comfortable with what the margin of error was and I kind of knew where I could fall and what I could and couldn't do that now I'm happy to, you know, like you can put in a song I don't know and it's, yeah, sure, let's play with it. But there was this, there was this fear of, well, wait a second, I'm not so sure I want to play, I don't, I don't want to push that. And that, that comes out in how I grind and how I play a game too. Mm -hmm. is that I'm perfectly okay with losing a boss battle if I feel like I prepared for it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I can, then and if I have all the resources to adjust my strategy without thinking I have to start over. Um, because if I feel like I have to start over, I feel like I failed and then I get frustrated. Mm. Um, so for me, like I do a lot of pre-prep almost and then it never really becomes <laughs> and excuse me, an issue in that. Um, I felt a little bit of frustration because I noticed what Sarah did with the first battle of Bravely Default. Um, I beat it uh, when I was playing it in class. I beat it, but um, it took forever. Mm -hmm. And by the time I'm done, I'm like, that was a really frustrating first battle. I would have liked to kind of have this easier platform to kind of figure out what, how these commands work and have it be done and then go do some practice battles or something instead of this mm -hmm. massively long thing. Um, so for me, that was that's actually one of the reasons why I haven't, well, besides not owning a DS, um, but it's one of the reasons why I haven't gone out of my way to, like, ask to borrow yours during office, office hours or any of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting. I don't mind failing 
Uh, maybe it's because I do it so well and so often. <laughs> but yeah, the, the failure part of it doesn't bother me. And which is interesting because I know that that for a lot of gamers or would be gamers even that that's a thing, right? Is a lot of people don't play games or stop playing games mm -hmm. um, because of their failure rate. Um, and and it's interesting because I'm one of the you know when they when you know the the old adage that the 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 kind of like what what is the stupidest thing is to what is stupidity the definition of stupidity is to uh, keep trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Mm -hmm. I do that all the time. <laughs> um, I do, sometimes I, it works with games. Yeah, sometimes it does. Well, I don't do it because I expect it to work. Is is again? Is I do it because I'm learning from it, right? Right. Um. And but it's interesting because I sit there and I and it it finally occurred to me a couple of years ago that that's why I did it because I was sitting there and I was like, why do I keep doing this? I was like, but then I'll do it. Like I said, I'll play. I will do the same thing five times, and then after I figure it out, I'm like, okay, I need X, Y, Z and hullabaloo and then I go out and I collect XYZ and hullabaloo when I come back and I'm able to beat the boss. It never occurred to me that that was what I was actually doing mm -hmm. um, until I was like this has got to be the stupidest thing ever and I'm not a stupid person. <laughs> um, well but I mean I think for me I get that that insecurity that that worry but I learn the same way, except that instead of putting my like doing it myself, because mm -hmm. that gets me nervous, um, is a lot of times that's when I'll turn to Let's Plays, or when I'll go look at a walkthrough to see how somebody else handled it, or I'll find that strategy, or I'll learn from somebody else making the mistake, or I'll read through reviews and questions mm -hmm. um, to kind of see how other people approached it. <clears throat> um, because I have no, I, I don't judge anybody else who's struggling with the game. I just seem to judge myself for for struggling with the game, and so then I can go and learn from somebody else's failure. Not yeah. saying it's a good way to play games, just saying I recognize <laughs> it myself. <laughs> no, it makes perfect sense, though. To be perfectly honest, you know, mm -hmm. to to any time that you know you can. That's why less plays are there. That's why less mm -hmm. plays are useful. Um, is because you can do just that. You can. Um, watch someone else play and not have to play through it yourself and figure it out. I use less plays. I'm not going to even hold you up. Especially if I find myself stuck. Mm -hmm. um, I will use a less play in a minute. <laughs> it's like, okay, I got to figure this out and I just cannot do it. I mean, especially like in certain games, if P and I are playing a game together and there's like an epic boss battle, like, like really big boss battles, she'll fight some of the smaller kind of you know, mini bosses, but when we get to like epic boss battles, she will hand over a controller in a heart, <laughs> like you beat this, and then I'll take the controller back. <laughs> or um, she'll we'll we'll get to a part. She'll be like, okay, I'm going that. to bed now. You beat this while I'm asleep. You finish this. Yeah, she she'll do that in a heartbeat. I'll you know you beat this while I'm asleep, and when I'll play again tomorrow. That's a great way to get her to bed. Just get to the difficult <laughs> boss battle. Say, hey. Yeah, because she hates to watch the boss battles. Oh, really? Oh my gosh, she hates to watch the boss battles. Like, the, she'll watch them the first time, or maybe even the second time. But if you have to play them multiple times, she wants nothing to do with you. Um, <laughs> she's like, uh, uh. Um. 
So she will she will say, I'm gonna go ahead and go to bed. You beat this while I'm asleep so that you know I can progress more tomorrow. Um and then I'm compelled because <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I gotta finish this, I gotta I gotta beat this boss before tomorrow so you know we can do something else. Um But yeah, so you, you know, it, it only makes sense in many, many ways. Oh, excuse me. I started sneezing. I had to mute myself earlier. Okay, other like not allowed to get sick. I'm I'm trying not to. I'm I don't think I am. I think it's just allergens. Plus, we had our our grass cut tonight, so that's probably part of it. Mm, that would do it. <clears throat> I think a nice thing. I don't know. Well, I'm kind of weird because like when I get into just grinding, and I know I'm like, okay, well this time is devoted like just to grinding because I know. I'm going to just be wanting to grind at this time and not progress further, like, specifically in the game or anything. Um, I like turn on, I like turn on, uh, I don't know, like, watch a video or watch TV or something. I like mm -hmm. doing that and then just, like, grinding. Like, I, I don't know, I, it was funny in my parents at, back at home, um, our basement, like, you can have, like, the stereo is controlled by, like, one thing and then, like, the TV is another. So I had... The gameplay going on on the TV, and then I had the stereo set to um, like the cable sound, so I was like keep listening to a TV show while I was like playing. I don't know. It's just I don't know. Yeah, I've done I've totally <laughs> done that, especially with Dead Rising when I know the game so well that I don't have to pay attention. Mm -hmm. I do that. I do that with my PC games. Yeah. Um, anything where I don't need to listen to the soundtrack, I'll turn on Netflix on the background and have old shows going while I yeah while I play. Well, and I think it's nice. I'm I'm enjoying. Well, I think it's nice and bravely default because you do have to do grinding. Like I feel it's it would be pretty difficult to go through the game without grinding. Um, and but they make it nice for you because you can auto set your battle. So basically, you can have like a a set routine that will trigger automatically when you get into battle mm -hmm. uh, from the last battle that you've done. And then you can fast forward through the battle, so like all the motions oh, go handy. quickly. So it's like you're done with a battle like fairly quickly if you have a good like a good um, setup, setup and everything. Mm -hmm. So you can grind fairly easily, like get through it pretty quickly. That's cool. That's nice. Hey Sam, here's a challenge for you. Once you beat it, figure uh -oh. out what it takes to do a speed run for Bravely Default. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's such a thing. <laughs> Well, it hasn't been out well, that you know long what? either. No, I think, can, <laughs> I think you can do a speed run for Bravely Default because, okay, so you what you would have to do is you would have to choose which elements from which classes were the most necessary. Mm -hmm, so you can right. stick with three classes or what is it, one, two, three, four classes and just max them all out. Right. Um, but then you would also need, so here, this would be the deal. This is the best way to do a speed run. <laughs> Max out all four characters or all four classes that you're using, and then street pass someone who is maxed out on all the other, um, mm. on all the other classes. Because then you can just change the, your class at any moment, um, and then you have all the maxed out elements of that of that other person as long as you um, are street passing with them. Well, yeah, because you you are able to what do you call it? Not sync, but what do you call them? Uh, Abelink, right? Abelink. Abelink. Able to yeah. Abelink with them, um, and then you get their you get their maxed out qualities, 
and that way you you actually don't even have to you don't actually don't even have to max out the first four. You just have to able be able to able link with someone who's maxed out in all the classes, and you can actually win that game with level one with level one on all classes that you actually have played. You have to have a lot of friends though. Yeah. For a very reliable <laughs> I mean, and it would, it would it would seriously be a whole whole lot, and it would have to be everybody playing that game, because yeah. I mean, we street pass a whole shit ton of people every day on campus. Like every time I close my DS, my um my 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 little street pass area fills to ten, because there are so many people around, and I am still not able to able link everybody uh, all the classes at fourteen. Because not enough people are playing it, or not enough people are maxed out. Mm -hmm. I need probably need to get a DS at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have money. They're getting cheaper though. Like yeah, know. I know that's kind of what I'm banking on, literally. <laughs> literally, yes. <laughs> Pun unintended, but useful. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient, let's say. All right. Anybody else got anything interesting in terms of the the grind? So, question. Final question about the grind. How's that? Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you. I asked the question and cut you off. I was like, no, screw you. Don't have any more. You don't have anything else. To say. <laughs> no. I take it back. Anybody else have anything else to say about the grind? There we go. <laughs> All right. So here's the question. Final question about the grind. If you could. And you can do this to a degree and bravely default. If you could pay two bucks at any point and level up past the grind and continue and continue with your gameplay, would you? Yep. No. Nope. A game that you liked. Yep. Well. No. No. Mm -mm. Nah. I, w I would right now in Luigi's Mansion. I like the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, I might pay two bucks to, to to get past this level sixteen boss in uh this stupid street fast <laughs> mini game. And I'm serious. I've been stuck on this on this one level for like two or three weeks now, and it's not just me. I thought it was crazy. Like I said, because Alex <laughs> had taken she would take my DS. We were passing it back and forth, taking turns at graduation, and I was sitting there the whole time thinking, if she takes this DS out of my hand. And beat this boss. <laughs> I would be furious because one, and it wasn't that I was going to be furious because she beat him and I couldn't, but because I wouldn't have a chance to beat him. See, I, I'm so pissed off at this game right now. That, I mean, I, I was literally ready to bring you my DS last week and be like, "Beat this, <laughs> make it, make it, take it." <laughs> but, I, but at the I same time, I know. But at the same time, you're right because there is that that crazy high when it finally happens and you're like, ah, I did it. Yeah. And, that, and that's what I want. I don't want to be robbed of that feeling. Maybe maybe this is a silly example, but I mean, with how Facebook uh, has all the little Facebook games that have money as a built-in mechanism, like, I, I'm, you know, we constantly kind of have that temptation if you're playing them to mm -hmm get some money to make things easier, um, which I, I do my best to just ignore it and avoid it because it's not worth the time and, and money to do that. Mm -hmm. I'd rather just use yeah. it to waste time. But 
I've noticed that um, when, because uh, Kale is all the way at the end of Candy Crush, and I'm like halfway through, and he will do puzzles for his family. So if they get stuck, he will complete them for him. His mom will call it, oh. and he will sign in and beat the level for her, um, which is hilarious and kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be in the middle of playing, and he will try to compete. He will try to complete it for me, and tell oh, yeah. me what to do. And I will get so annoyed because it's like, no, I don't care that I've been stuck, and I don't care that I'm cursing at these dumb little <laughs> candy things that really aren't worth the time that I'm putting into this. Mm-hmm. I still want to have the satisfaction of being the one who got through it. I need to know that I can solve it. Yeah. <laughs> I might never play it again once I do, but I need to do this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I had the same thing. I had that same issue with Candy Crush. And and you know, maybe that's a that's a an interesting thing to to end on in many ways is that I would be stuck at a level on Candy Crush for weeks. Oh god, yes. And then finally, you just start playing, and it and it hits you because you know it's like okay, I've been playing the same fucking level for two weeks, and then you start playing, and you're like, oh, clearly now I can see what I should have done the very first time and what I could have done to win this. Mm-hmm. And then you do it, and you're like, okay, next level, and and it's just like it is that adrenaline rush is really what it is. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, how many times have you beat a boss after, like, 50 times of trying and thrown down your controller and went, yes! <laughs> yes! Yes. <laughs> Dear God, where's the save point? Where is the save point? Save yeah. <laughs> Let me save now, because I'm not doing that again. Yeah. There really is nothing worse than when you realize the save point ain't coming anytime soon. <laughs> oh, God. And, so, just because this has been the constant for most of my gaming... Does anybody else remember the stupid marching game in Final Fantasy VII in Junon, where you have to march in the parade um, along with the soldiers, and you have to time it just right so that you can get the ratings high enough to get the prize? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. God, that was (laughs) like so impossible. Even when Uh you know the trick to do it, you can't do it. It does not work. It drives me crazy. And there is no save point. And I finally got, like, one of the high scores with it, and I kept going, and I had to restart at some point for the stupid speed run, and I realized that I would have been bounced back before oh. the marching game and had to do it again. All over again. <laughs> no. Yeah, nothing worse. That was kind of like the, bl- the whole Blitzball thing. And- oh, God, yes. Yeah. And, the, like, you have to do the one match, and you want to win because, you know, like, it's more emotional that way, like the story's better that way. But then it's like, <laughs> that game is so hard, so hard. Oh, uh, no. We do this because we love it, people. We do this because we love it. <laughs> I didn't love the Blitzball. I, <laughs> I obsessively played that, too. <laughs> Hello, Jen's cat. I know, I was I was watching her cat. She's cute. She just walked up behind you and sat behind your head. Yep. That's like Jen's cat. He's a baby. Oh. His name is Sam, too. Hello, Sam. Nice name. <laughs> Lots of great people with that name. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's a great note to end on. <laughs> so, uh, Charlotte, what you got for deals for broke-ass gamers this week? 
Well, today uh, eBay had the PS4 for 370 which is not um, a whole lot off, but I mean, it's off. It's like not enough for bucks, right? Yeah, it's not enough for me to buy it, but you know, if you're in the market, maybe it's still on. I don't know. Um, GameStop's having a lot of PC games, mm -hmm. so um, I don't know. For some reason, people get really upset about Origin, but the Mass Effect trilogy is ten dollars, but it's on Origin. Uh, I don't really have all the DRM. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's not like Steam doesn't have DRM, so anyway. That's true. Um, Elder Scrolls Five, Skyrim, ten dollars. That's nice. Mirror's Edge nice. is three three dollars, but it's Origin too. Oh well, you should. That's worth it. Yeah, it's totally worth it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm working on my resentment still. Yeah. Um, okay. I didn't see I didn't see a lot on on uh, Steam today, but maybe I just don't care about these games. So uh, I don't think there was a lot on Steam today. No, mm -hmm. no. Um, and then if you're just a total geek outside of games, I have to mention that there's a lot of Raspberry Pi and um, Arduino books on on Amazon Kindle for two dollars today. <laughs> oh, nice! So if, you're, if you're if you're listening today, it's only a daily deal, but. Uh, uh. Super awesome for me, anyway. Uh, that's really that's really all I've seen, but you know maybe things will turn around. Well, there's a uh, another interesting one. Uh, it's not it's not games per se, but the um, you know how Humble has been doing the Humble bundle forever, and then they started doing the weekly bundle. Then they opened the Humble store, but yeah. lately they've been doing the Humble book bundle. Yeah, they've got um, Doctor Who, Doctor Who comics. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, so that if you pay like just the whatever you want, you can get the first two series of the Doctor Who comics, which is like 34 comic books for whatever yeah. price you quote. Wow. Yeah. And then if you pay the average, which is right now, or over the average, which is 11 bucks, you get um, uh, blah, 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 one, two, three, four more series of Doctor Who, which is... Good Lord, like, what's that, 12, 18, 16, 34 more comics, plus four issues of Fairy Tale Life, Doctor Who, so um, for ten for 11 bucks. And then if you pay $15, you get another, another two series. So <laughs> for $15, you can get five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine different series of Doctor Who comics, which has got to be like 100 plus issues. Are these new or are these older or are the like well, which doctor? New, new doctors. Okay, the new doctors. doctors. Yeah. Wow. How yeah. long is that going? This is going for another six days and fifteen hours. Okay. <laughs> Very specific. I, I know because I just bought it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Doctor Who comics. Yeah. Um. I'm tempted. Yeah. They can join my Dalek. There you go. <laughs> well, they're just they're the they're just the e versions. Oh, that's fine. So yeah, I know some people. We've been having this conversation in class. Some people are not a, a fan of ebooks. So. Oh boy. As I've been reminded <laughs> quite a bit, there are statistics that show that people read more effectively on paper. I, I actually read, I read faster on my um on my iPad than I do. 
I do too. I read I read better with digital, but I also have done a lot more of it recently. Yeah. Um, I yeah, can. Maybe that's I, it. That could be a lot of it. Yeah, I read a whole lot faster, so I don't care what those stupid studies say. <laughs> I'm with you, Sam. <laughs> so there. <laughs> so there. <laughs> All right, so on that note, we come to the end of episode 78. Wow. <laughs> um, and we'd like to thank you for joining us for episode 78, and you are more than welcome and expected to join us for episode 79. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Um, and uh, so... Keep an eye out for all things interesting at Not Your Mama's Gamer. You can always uh, join us or check us out daily at NotYourMama'sGamer.com to see our pithy blog posts and what interesting and funny things that we have to say. Um, you can also, we've been doing a lot more Twitch streaming lately, so you can mm. check out our uh, Twitch channel at twitch.tv.com slash NYMGamer. Um, and we usually make an announcement on the Not Your Mama's Gamer Facebook page, um, which then goes to our Twitter feed um, when we're about to start uh, Twitch streaming because we don't have a regular Twitch streaming schedule because we've all got such crazy schedules. Um, but you can check us out and, and have conversations with us. Sarah likes to come in and harass me when I'm playing games and tell me how horribly I'm doing because I was trying to help. He's like, it took you five minutes to finish that puzzle. Oh, yeah. It did. It did. <laughs> um, and then it's I tough like, love, Sam. I guess. Yes. I guess. Exactly. Uh, I'm just trying to improve your skills. Uh-huh. That's exactly the way to do it. Next up, Sarah takes a pedagogy class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also uh, follow us on Twitter because then you'll be able to you'll get notification, at least Twitter notification, when we are um, about to start Twitch streaming or when new posts come out or just when we have funny things to share or interesting news stories to share. So our Twitter handle is at NYMGamer. Um, you can also like us on Facebook if you're on Facebook on the regular because then you'll get notifications. Just make sure your notifications for Not Your Mama Gamer, Not Your Mama's Gamer are turned on. And that's just searching for Not Your Mama's Gamer on Facebook and liking us um, or liking our page. You already like us, but liking our page. Um, and if Twitter or Facebook or Twitch or any of those other social media outlets that we've named so far are not your thing, you can always check us out on Tumblr. Um, whoa, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I do this every week. But that was our Tumblr address, nymgamer.tumblr.com. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so hard, simple. apparently. Um, nymgamer.tumblr.com, where you can check out our... Um, the same kind of content that goes, the same content actually that goes up on our blog will then show up in your t uh, in in Tumblr for you. <laughs> um, and if you would like to leave us voicemail, you can do so uh, by using the voicemail applet um, as that's a slide out on not your mama's gamer dot uh, not your mama's gamer the Not Your Mama's Gamer blog, or at the top of the Facebook page. Um, there's a nice little box you can click to use um, the 
a voicemail applet that will send us voicemail that we can then play and uh, engage on the on the show itself. Did I cover everybody? Oh, or if you want to just send us regular old email, we have too many different ways to contact us. If you want to send us just regular old email, you can always send us an email at nymgamer at gmail.com. Wow. All right. <laughs> so once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us uh, to um, joining us for uh, episode 78 and we look forward to seeing you at episode 79 and until then stay cool stay dry it's raining like hell right on the regular uh, and as always game on game on, game on. Game on.